You're listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life, hosted by Travcon. My name is Dylan Callier, and I'm a traveling physical therapist best known for the New Medical Nomads podcast. I'm sitting down with Travcon speakers to give you a sneak peek into what they'll be talking about at the conference this year. My next guest has over 20 years of experience as a respiratory therapist and tax consultant. He worked as a traveler before founding Travel Tax and Travel Tax Canada, which is a tax practice catering to the travel healthcare professional and mobile professionals and other staffing segments. He is a regular contributor to a number of staffing related publications and social media. He is the co-author of the 2015-2017 edition of Highway Hyperdermics, serves on the tax compliance committee of NATO and is a regular speaker at the Healthcare Staffing Summit. He's a must-see speaker every year at TravCon and a founder of the conference. His next sessions can be found in the tax room and include Traveler Tax Basics, Your Tax Home and Why It's Important, Multi-State and International Taxes, and others. These are all coming up September 26th to the 29th in 2021 in Las Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, Joseph Smith. Thank you, Dylan. Hey, Joseph. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for hopping on. Um, for the listeners, if you have been to TravCon before, I'm sure you recognize Joseph because he has a whole room dedicated to him every year <laughs> for taxes, um, which is kind of a foundational block for us as medical travelers, um, for those that want to take um, advantage of those benefits. And for those new to TravCon that are going to be coming this year for the first time, um, Taxes are a big deal. Um, often, many don't really recognize that when they're first getting into it. Um, but Joseph has been the kind of stable and corner mark of travel taxes um, for us travelers for years now. And he has multiple, multiple sessions on them um, every year. And I highly recommend going. He is one of those speakers I always see when I go in because there's always just new updates, new things changing. But uh, Joseph, you've been involved with uh, TravCon since the beginning, but um, how has taxes and things changed over the years since since you initially got involved? Oh, man, that's we're talking about a 14 year history almost. <laughs> uh, I would actually say it was back in 2018, just over two years ago with tax reform. Uh, prior to that, most travelers were all talking about what I can deduct. Now it's more, how do I keep the states off my uh, trail and how do I keep compliant? Uh, that was one of the, that was probably the biggest change of, uh, that affected travelers with tax reform. And it came as a bit of a surprise uh, as well. And going forward, we don't know what the election is going to bring us, but if you start looking back into history, they all want to make their mark. And about January, when they convene, they do these retroactive tax bills. And this just keeps going and on and on and on, you know. Um, and our staff is always braced to learn another rule right about January 30th, you know, <laughs> and it affects the whole year. Uh, but that's the primary change. Probably the other one is we went through a decade of audits in the year 2000 through 2010 on the agency side. 
but a lot of travelers got caught up in that as well. So there's been a big push towards compliance, but also a new, new sandbox, if you will, when it comes to the rules. Got it, got it. And Joseph, for those travelers that haven't seen you in person yet, haven't heard you speak, I know you talk about kind of your background and how you got into taxes, but you originally didn't start as a tax consultant. Um, can you give the listeners a little bit on your background? Uh, I started out wanting to be a physician. Uh, I was in high school, I had this really cushy job in a hospital where I mopped floors, the main floors, every Saturday and Sunday. And because I was I was an impressionable high school kid, all the nurses would take me in the emergency room and show me really bloody stuff, you know, like, like this guy may become a healthcare professional. And I saw all this stuff that nobody is, uh, you know, they were really generous towards me. And I, my, my mop closet was next to the respiratory therapy department. So I saw these guys all the time and really got to know them. And I, I liked what they did. I actually got to follow them around. So I decided, okay, if I want to be a physician, let's, let's, cause my parents couldn't pay for it. So I was like, let's just get something that we can make some money and pay tuition. So I went to uh, our local community college, did respiratory therapy. Fine, I'm working, but I, my father was really good at reminding me that, son, you need a bachelor's degree. You can't just live off of an associate's degree. No, and no offense there, but uh, that's the way things are going. So I went across town to the other four-year college and uh, started working on my bachelor's. And I remember sitting in the counselor's office saying, so what's your major? And I didn't know. Uh, and I'm serious. I did. I knew it was going to be something business related because I didn't want to get a bachelor's in the respiratory. I figured down the road, you'd be manager administration. And I looked at what well, there was on the list business administration. I don't want to sell toothpaste. Come on. So I, I already had my own home. I rented two bedrooms out. I was working across state lines, had this massive tax return already at age 20. And I'm like, okay, let's do accounting. It's numbers. And I remember the look in their eyes. Let's just do accounting. Yeah, it's numbers. <laughs> and so I went into it just enjoying the numbers. And so ultimately, I wound up uh, six years of school with a degree in respiratory therapy and one in accounting. And it was then I was engaged and we hit the road and traveled for a little over three years. Uh, settled in D.C. And uh, along the way, I had some uh, co-workers when I was traveling found out, finding out I had an accounting degree, which doesn't really mean anything. You only get one class in tax. It's all public accounting. Just because you go get an accounting degree doesn't mean you know what taxes are. That's something you go get your master's for, which I did eventually. But they handed me all these manila folders one day saying, hey, Take care of this for me. What is this? This is our taxes. We worked in five states last year or something like that. And I just looked at them. We'll pay you whatever. Oh, so that was 1991. 
Uh, and I just started doing it as a hobby on the side. But when we finished in D.C., moved out to Nebraska, I had started writing for, and of course, this predates social media and Facebook, uh, an old publication called Healthcare Traveler. And I was writing just these op-ed pieces where I just submitted them. They published them. It was all about per DMs and the stuff that I saw. And that was really the foundation of when travel tax sort of uh, came into existence. We went national in 2002 with this herd website that I put together from clip art and a couple of weird colors uh, down the road. My wife said that enough is enough. It's time to look like you know what you're doing. So <laughs> definitely a journey. I think you can say that for anybody that starts a business, no matter how unique it is. Absolutely. Yeah. I just love that you, you started as a healthcare traveler and you had this background and you, yeah, you just kind of fell into, fell into the business, fell into this need, obviously, um, and such a huge need where, you know, it was, it really was a need. It was an industry that was largely based on these tax benefits and travelers getting into this, not realizing that there were rules associated with that, that there were um, compliances that you have to maintain in order to, to, you know, cover yourself. Um, surprisingly, not a lot of people are very interested in going into and seeing um, somebody talk on numbers and taxes. Um, what are some things that you would like to tell people um, to maybe get them a little bit more interested and maybe get them a little bit more excited um, in order to learn that? Excited. Uh, I'd have to transform their personality and the nerds, you know. Uh, and and I, I guess really the question is how to prep them for this new world. Uh, one of the problems is you know, you're taking contracts that have these sophisticated compensation packages, which, and again, no offense, that are designed in front of the least sophisticated end user. I mean, when you're... I, I get it. You know, when you go through health, um, your, your training, be a nurse, physician or anything, you got your mindset on learning how to advance patient care. And the last thing you're going to think about is how does this play into some complex eight page document that wants to know my income and what I've deducted. That's all of us have our place in our forte. Um, just because I know taxes doesn't mean I know investments. I have somebody else handle that. Uh, so that's probably the most daunting aspect of this, because once you work in two states, that's two state returns, three states, four states. And then you have this yucky thing called a tax home that keeps rearing its head all the time. What's a tax home? Well, uh, if you were to ask the man on the street or woman on the street, they'll say, well, that's where I live. And that's not how a tax home is determined. So you get into this sophisticated tax law as well before you can get these per diems on a tax-free basis. And that's the, that's the most uh, challenging part of it is to communicate, this is your tax home, this is your permanent residence. It is a completely different thing, even though they may wind up in the same place. Um, and that's why with our firm, having come from that environment, we've always tried to be on an educational level I want my client to understand, not just accept the numbers, you know. Absolutely. Got it. And I think it's, I think it is a cornerstone. I think it is something that's very important to, for travelers to know. Um, getting into this, I was pretty lucky to be introduced to TravCon before I started traveling. 
it's a great time to get involved. Um, but I have talked to travelers who've been doing it three years, four years, five years, um, that don't haven't ever heard of the term tax home before. And so I, for those travelers um, that are going into it, taxes may not be the most fun thing to learn about, but it is something that is needed. Um, so go ahead and get your coffee, sit down at the sessions. Um, I, I go back every year to refresh. You always learn something when you're sitting and listening to Joseph. Um, so Joseph, if there's anything that we haven't talked about yet, one big takeaway from your upcoming sessions um, that you want travelers to know about, what would that be? It's the preparation side. Ask the questions uh, because it is a new world. Uh, I remember when I did my first assignment, my car broke down twice on the way. First, it was the alternator, then they put in the wrong belt, and I drive 150 miles north, and I'm, uh, you know, my alternator doesn't work. Well, it was the belt, uh, and you, you're like, I want to do this for the next couple of years, and the same thing comes with the tax uh, filing. I want to file this the next couple of years. It's a new world. And a lot of our, our listeners, they've lived in the same place for a long time. And this, that's the beauty of it. That's the challenge of it. You know, travel to see things, not just get caught up in the money part of it. Uh, but it, if you're going to move around a lot, then you're going to have a paper trail that takes with you. And you got to accept that. That's just the part of the life. Uh, from a tax perspective, and whether it's me or whoever, Talk about what you're going to do and get a feel for it so that you're not caught scared when it comes March and you have all these W-2s of seven states on it. But I think that's a great way to end off um, going back to this lifestyle. Being a medical traveler gives you a lot of freedom, a lot of uh, choices and where you want to take your life. Uh, but at the same time, there's a lot of challenges involved with that. And so taking both of those in order to uh, make the most out of your career, most out of your uh, professional life and your lifestyle and what you want it to look like. But thank you so much, Joseph, for joining on. Uh, you can catch Joseph in all of his sessions this upcoming year at TravCon, always in Las Vegas, um, always in September. And this year we will see you at TravCon 2021. Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. You can find the full show notes below or at travcon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a comment below or email us at podcast at travcon.org.